The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. So smelling carpet glue and paint all morning, does that lead to, like, am I going to go home and start huffing cans of cans of Lysol? That's what you huff, right, Lysol? Just shut up. Don't look at me like that. Welcome to the broadcast. I'm not kidding about the glue in the carpet, though. Oof, man. I, uh, it's definitely in this room. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can use it if you want to participate. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. And Instagram at JeffyMRA. The United States of America, many times, proves to be and proves to have some of the dumbest things going on in it. The dumbest people, the dumbest stories. However, we do travel around the country from time to time. We talk to uh, people in the state of Florida who prove to be uh, dumb. Uh, we talk to uh, ChuckInFlorida.com who gives us some uh, stupid Florida stories that uh, prove out to be one of the dumbest states uh, in America. Texas is, is coming, uh, coming up second on that, along with California. Those three are the, the front runners in the country. Uh, but we are now finding that uh, some of uh, some of the stupidity in the world is um, also in the country of Canada. And to report on uh, the Canadian stupidity is Brian Lilly, our uh, reporter from Canada, a host of uh, Beyond the News on uh, 580 CFRA, uh, 7 to 10 p.m., and uh, co-founder of The Rebel Media, uh, Brian Lilly. How are you, sir? Doing well, hearing hearing your mellifluous tones, Jeffy. Oh, that's so nice. Now, before we get started on today's couple stupid stories, um, you had originally told me that you're going to be at some robot store, some robot party this weekend. Well, yeah, but but I can't read. Um, it's it's Canada's 150th birthday, the um, easy to say sesquicentennial. I love that. Yeah, and I live in the party. nation's capital, so there's all kinds of great things on. And you said, oh, can you join me at 10? I said, well, I think I'm going to see these robots. They've brought in these things. It's called La Machine. And I believe it's from somewhere in Asia, and it travels around the world. One's a giant dragon. One's a giant uh, spider. And they just march through the city. It's like nice. a transformer come alive in front of you. Uh, but as, as I said, I can't read. It's next Since weekend. Next week. So The celebration. I, uh, the I cele- get to sit in the backyard in relative quiet, but next weekend I will be... Uh, uh, getting scared by monster robots. We may have to have a live report from La Machine <laughs> uh, marching through the streets for the... Uh, if you want to see them, the videos are fantastic. Just Google La Machine, L-A Machine, 
And I know, but why would I want to do that like, when I could get a live report town. from you? <laughs> when I get a live report from you, I'd rather do that. But, uh, understood, understood. All right. uh, we can make it a war of the world as if uh, Ottawa is being taken over by, uh, by uh, robot monsters. And by that, I don't mean Justin Trudeau. The problem with that is, is though, that most people would go, hey, it's Ottawa. Who cares? <laughs> hey, did you, hear, did you hear Ottawa's taken over by robots? Really? That's great. Can you, give me, can you upsize my burger, please? Yeah, it, it would be the same thing in Canada. I, I don't take it, any offense in that. The rest of the country would go, oh, really? Oh, okay. That's a, that's a shame. Yeah, too bad. Upsize my burger. <laughs> All right, so a couple of things happened, uh, been going on in uh, your great country that uh, has kind of blown me away uh, this past week. And uh, one of them was uh, your Toronto man. Uh, who uh, decided that he was going to uh, help the city uh, build his uh, build the stairway that he heard was uh, going to cost sixty five thousand dollars, and he built it for five hundred and fifty dollars, and yet the yeah. city is still saying what? Well, the city has said um, you can't do that, and they actually tore them down this week. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, they they tore down the stairs. Let, let me give the listeners the full full background. So this is. Uh, in a nice suburban, older, established, leafy part of Toronto. And uh, local park, Tom Riley Park, uh, you know, this little community garden area. People go and they, they'll, they'll grow their tomatoes or they'll, they'll garden together. It's a lot of seniors going in there. And the path down, it started to wear. And, and it was becoming very slippery and there's rocks sticking out. And they said, hey, can you guys fix this? this like, people are falling. They're hurting themselves. And the city, they they asked for oh. stairs, and the city said, "Well, that will cost get this between sixty five thousand, or up to one hundred and fifty thousand wow. for nine steps." <laughs> so one of the local residents is a seventy three year old uh, Addy Astle, retired mechanic. Uh, he uh, he looked at it and said, sixty five to one hundred and fifty thousand. I'll build them." Because the city said, we don't have the money for that. It's not in our budget at this point. It's, it's a low priority. Right. So he goes in, goes to Home Depot, gets the wood, gets the materials, puts them up for 550 bucks. And if you, look, if you ask me, they look like damn good stairs. Uh, they look solid. But the city came in and they said, well, we can't just have citizens doing things in public parks. No, I mean, heaven forbid that. the people that own and pay, own the place and pay the taxes do anything that wasn't first approved by the bureaucrats and then carried out by the unionized workers. Heaven forbid. I will, I will say, though, uh, you know, in, in the city's defense, I don't, I don't think that they should have torn them down. I think they should have given them another 50 bucks so he could put uh, handrails on the other side of the stairway. <laughs> well, so they said the handrail was not secure enough. And I thought, what? okay, strengthen it. Instead, what they did was they tore them down. Yesterday morning, 6 wow. o'clock in the morning, they had a full crew, half a dozen guys out there to take downstairs that one old man built in his spare time. That's embarrassing. That's it embarrassing. really is. And uh, it, the, the, the mayor is, uh, on the one hand, saying, and I understand there's liability issues and everything, but the mayor saying we can't have this happening but thanks for bringing this to our attention. And by the way, sixty-five to one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I'm asking them to go back and uh, and look over these things. But you know, I'm not shocked. Around the corner from where I'm sitting now, my pharmacist. I was talking to him yesterday. He's finally got approval for putting up a, a building that he wants to to attach to the little house that he runs his independent pharmacy out of. He uh, 
he's been trying for eight years to, to put up a building that he can rent out the offices to doctors. $450,000 in studies, permits, and everything else before he could get a shovel in the ground. Instead of just being able to do it. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's... So, uh, this, is, this is what happens when we let bureaucrats do what yes, our ancestors would have just said, all right, let's do it. Yes, it is. And that's what happens when, that's why kids are, uh, you know, being shut down for selling stupid lemonade around the world. Because of stupid well, regulations. That's agony. We had that here on one of our official National Capital Commission roadways. It was, it, we're a bit like Washington, D.C. We're a city, but there's also areas where the federal government controls part of the local infrastructure. And the kid was trying to sell lemonade. They were embarrassed last year, so they came up with a, I think, a four-page contract. So the kids can sell lemonade now, but they have to <laughs> agree to this four-page contract. They still have to agree to the contract. Yeah, it's unbelievable. All right, so another story that has uh, now captured my attention is uh, you chatting with your pharmacist. Uh, what? Uh, so, what are you chatting other than uh, you know the building permits? I mean, uh, what are you picking up down at the local pharmacy, Ryan? Uh, are you okay? Your health okay? Or are you just chatting with the guy? Meds for the kids. Oh, right. I go to the doctor right. when you know. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I get once every four years. Meds for the kids too. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. All right, so the other story that uh, has actually uh, really kind of uh, been like, come on, uh, this is where we're at. Is uh, your story that wants to have the uh, non-gender baby and uh, does not want to have it listed as a male or a female wants to have it be gender neutral. Uh, How is that going, and what's happening with that story? Well, it's, as far as I can tell, it's still sort of in limbo. Um, The, uh, not to use a Catholic term and oppress them or anything, but I think it's still in limbo, where the government won't give a, a genderless birth certificate yet, but that challenge is still going on. But the province, um... And all these things, you know, birth registrations, uh, health cards, all of these things are all provincial jurisdiction. So Justin Trudeau hasn't spoken up, but I'm sure he'd back it 100%. Ooh, of the province of British Columbia issued a, a health card with you instead of male or female. And everyone's presuming this is for unknown. This after the child's mother, Corey Doty, asked to be... Uh, you know, it's a non-binary gender activist. Right. I now, Corey... They like to be identified. Right. And, sh- and uh, I mean, Corey wants to wait and let the uh, let the, ch- the child, the person, the human uh, decide, uh, you know, whether it likes pink, likes trucks, uh, wants to play certain games, doesn't want to give... Uh, doesn't want to give anyone anything to do with the child except to let the child uh, identify what it wants to identify as as when it gets older, right? And, and look, uh, Jeff, even if you accept all of the stuff that's going on with transgender, I, I do not know why this is the, the most important issue facing North American civilization, but it well, has become the cause du jour, and everyone wants to talk about transgender rights, transgender rights, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Caitlyn Jenner, get it. But to say that the child that's just born is neither male nor female uh, ignores a little something called science. It ignores Mm -hmm. something called biology. 
and uh, the child is a girl. That you know, she was born with girl parts. Right. The doctor picks it up, looks, okay, vagina. That's a girl. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's pretty simple process. But the uh, the parents are activists, and the unfortunate part is they're pushing their activism and their issue down onto the kid. You know, let well, the kid just to. be a kid. Right, but you know. Uh, the they it has to start somewhere and it has to be they have to be able to uh, say that uh, they're uh, you know the I'm non-binary and we don't want the children to be binary we don't want to have children judged by what you say whether it's uh, whether just because you've born with a part or not a part doesn't mean that you're that part or not that part it's agonizing well, well I mean all right but uh, the chromosomes are different the um, the plumbing is different. See. Um, this is ignoring basic biology and science in the name of politics. But if you point this out, they say, well, why are you imposing things on me? I'm not. I'm not. It's basic biology and science. And But I, I, I think that we'll end up, if it's not British Columbia, uh, then it'll be California, right? It's going to be right. one of those places on the, the left coast that will agree to this, and then it'll just spread to the rest of the continent. Yes. Um, and that's what they're waiting was, for. And that's I, what they're I, waiting I was for. looking at, uh, at stories uh, waiting to go on with you, and uh, was trying to find uh, a story on this one, and, and all these stories kept popping up of different jurisdictions. Uh-huh. It, just in the last two years, allowing people to change the gender on their birth certificates, on their passports, uh, this is a, an ongoing phenomenon. That's fine. That's with adults. Right. And that's adults. This is saying to a newborn child, you are neither male, male nor female. That's denying them an awful lot, but it starts with denying reality. It sure does. All right, so Brian Lilly uh, joining us from uh, the, great, uh, the great country of, uh, what's the name of that country again? Uh, Canada. Oh, yeah, 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 Canada. Um, we talked to you uh, last week a little bit uh, with your help with the uh, the Spear Kids and uh, raising money for the children uh, that uh, uh, do not have a father because of a terrorist, and yet the terrorist gets uh, millions of dollars and the kids are left with nothing. Um, if you can go to uh, SpearKids.com and uh, help them out with that. How is that going, and is there any news on whether the terrorist uh, is uh, – still in hiding does he get the money does he not get the money do people know who he is what's the deal with that uh well the omar cotter is the the name of the terrorist he still has his money and our prime minister justin trudeau is still defending giving him ten and a half million canadian or about eight million american um the latest thing that he's doing is chastising canadians like myself and some conservative politicians <laughs> for speaking to places like fox news i was on with martha mccallum uh, earlier this week, um, a conservative MP was on with Tucker Carlson, Lane Morris, who uh, has been, um, you know, trying to get at some of the money. He was the uh, the other uh, sergeant, the other uh, special forces sergeant that was injured right. while Christopher Spear was killed. Lane Morris lost uh, sight in his right eye. Uh, he was on with Tucker Carlson on Fox, talking about this and denouncing the payment Trudeau got him. But Trudeau's still backing it and, and saying, oh, it's the right thing to do. We had to do it. Uh, most Canadians still don't agree, and, uh, and they're outraged. So, uh, and thanks again for bringing up the, uh, the fundraising. We're at $221,000 with 16 days left in the campaign. 
we said let's try and raise a million. I'm not sure that we're going to hit the million mark with uh, whatever with it is. I'm left, Jeffy. Yeah, whatever it is, it will it will definitely help the children. And it's, yeah, and, but and I think it's we'll needed. be you know in the neighborhood of three hundred thousand by the time the uh, the campaign wraps up. To be up. fair, I believe that uh, uh, Justin Trudeau, uh, our president, or whatever you want to call him, I think he was most pissed that you were on this broadcast. Uh, <laughs> and it's just me. I mean, it could be you know I could be wrong, but that's just me. Brian Lilly. Well, Go ahead. I'll, I'll tell you, the help that we've received from you and everybody else at The Blaze has been one of the biggest boosts to the campaign. And uh, it's, uh, as I said, $221,000 right now. Most of the money still coming from Canadians, though, who are saying, I'm so annoyed that my prime minister gave a terrorist money, I'm going to help an American family. And, uh, and I think that's uh, uh, just a testament to how angry people are, but also close connections between the countries my friend thanks brian appreciate it thank you brian Lilly, uh from uh you know canada and uh, he's a good friend and uh it was good to talk to him and i appreciate uh i appreciate his uh, insight on some of these stories once again uh proving that uh we're rubbing off on canada or they're rubbing off on us i'm not sure which is here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Is the Jeff Fisher Show? Are we back on? 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Okay, so coming up uh, in a couple minutes, we're going to be talking to a Chuck in Florida.com. He's going to give us a quick rundown on some uh, some very weird stories in Florida. I have a story from Florida myself today that is absolutely infuriating, and I may even get to that before Chuck because I I was reading it uh, early this morning and I got so pissed that all I could listen to was four non-blondes all morning long after that. I was so mad, all I wanted to do was listen to four non-blondes and say what's going on. I cannot get that song out of my head no matter what I do this morning. And I've listened to it a few times. We did get big news yesterday, though. Big, big news on the uh, possibility that uh, there will be a Creed too from Sylvester Stallone. I am fired up. An Instagram post from Sylvester Stallone confirmed, well, it seems to confirm. I mean, his Instagram post is his notebook, handwriting. The post says, just done. If you're curious, around 439 handwritten pages translate it's into about a 120-page typed screenplay. Hashtag writer's cramp. Hashtag Rocky Balboa. Hashtag Drago. Hashtag Adonis Creed. Hashtag MGM. Yes, Creed 2 with with Drago. Come on now. You gotta love that. 
Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Because, I mean, who does that? Rocky, Rocky with Drago is the best movie ever. Right? The Jeff Fisher Show. The right? Blaze Radio Network. All right. Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thank you for coming along for the ride today. You can follow me on uh, Twitter at uh, JeffyMRA, Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, and uh, Instagram at JeffyMRA. Thanks again for all the people that uh, were uh, asking about uh, how uh, how my wife was doing uh, during the plague-ridden uh, week at the Fisher household. Not a lot of people uh, saying, hey, Jeff, how are you? <laughs> Uh, how's your wife? How's your wife? Okay. I, you know, what about me? How about me? I, I was sick too. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. So each week we already talked to Canada. We found out how some stupid stories going on in Canada. We, uh, we like to check in with, uh, our man, Chuck in Florida.com and uh, find out exactly some of the, uh, tremendous, uh, stupidity happening in the great state of Florida. Chuck in Florida.com. Greetings, Jeffy from Florida, where I will not be purchasing property in OJ's neighborhood. Why not? I just think it's going to go down in value. You know, it, it could be because of, you know, certain residents. I'm just has saying. He, has he decided that he's where he's living down there yet? I think uh, that's kind of a foregone conclusion, according to the media here, that, uh, you know, because family is here and his kids. Because uh, that's uh, where he was living before, right? That, that's right. I think it was in South Florida, though, and now yes. most of his family is up here in the uh, Clearwater, St. Pete area. Well, is the daughter there, too? I believe she's a real estate agent over there, if I'm correct. No, I, well, I know the ki- I know the boy is, but yeah. I, I, thought, I, she, I didn't know that she was working in uh, in Tampa Bay as well. Um, something memory cell says that, yeah, it, it, she moved okay, back. Okay, doesn't matter, whatever. But, it's, so the juice in Tampa Bay, oh, man. be right here next door neighbor. Yeah. Gotta love that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Gotta love that. It's O.J. Simpson, man. Right? I would buy property. I would. You know how much money you could sell to the paparazzi? Come on, The man. paparazzi, I, uh, you could just rent that, you know, like parking lot space near the stadium. Well, I wish I would have thought of that. I was, right? That that's not a bad scam, actually. If you're going to have a house near the the OJ residence, you could uh, rent out your front lawn for you know twenty bucks a pop. Uh, park here and maybe get a good uh, shot at OJ, so to speak. Wish I would have thought of that. It's probably a pretty yeah. good idea. So moving on to uh, weird Florida stories of the week or fun Florida stories, if you want to. I don't know. Some of these are pretty outrageous. Uh, one of my favorites is the million dollar hoe who was arrested in Fort Pierce for, get this, prostitution. The million, uh, for a million bucks? I mean, she's got to be worth it for a million I bucks, I thought right? that, too. It's like, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested now if, if, if it's a million dollars. Yeah, you would look at the picture, and it just doesn't, doesn't say a million dollars to me. 
So she just calls herself the million dollar hoe. Apparently, Deborah Thomas, uh, 49, approached a Fort Pierce police officer sitting in his unmarked car and offered him a date. Nice. Yeah, she got in the car and you said, You know who hey, I am? I'm the million dollar hoe. Million dollar hoe, yeah. I love that. You know who and I then, am? And she pulls her dress up over her head. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be worth something, right? But the, here's the deal she offered him a list of services for 40 bucks a pop. Well, you don't look, you don't make a, a million bucks overnight. But if you're doing it one at a time for 40 bucks, I had to do the math myself. And I came up with, you know, what it's it's a pretty simple equation. You've got a million dollars, right? 40 bucks a time to $25,000. I don't know. So you do the equation for us. Tw- 25,000 customers. Okay. See, that's not bad. <laughs> I mean, in a lifetime. Well, she was on, 49. Now. I mean, you know, Ooh, she could have yeah. had a good 10, 20 years in there. Yeah, but she's done the down <laughs> slide to catch up. Yeah. <laughs> you get right. tired. Yeah, no, this is true. Yeah. But I love the idea that she just considers herself the million-dollar hoe. And yeah. we move on. Moving on. Chick-fil-A protesters. Now, this was a couple of weeks back, and uh, I was a little distraught because I'm a big Chick-fil-A fan and supporter. And, you know, even my daughter loves them and now is working for Chick-fil-A. Uh, she had a quote in her yearbook that if it's not Chick-fil-A, it's not chicken. That's her actual yearbook quote. So now, she, I mean, here's these guys. They go into Chick-fil-A on. No, stop for a second, Chuck. It's kind of sad, actually. But I just will. will I, I don't want to dwell too much on the Chick-fil-A quote in the yearbook. But it was cute. I thought it was, you know. It was something from ROTC. They all love that there. So moving on, the, uh, the, the story was actually about the, the protesters who showed up, and, and it was National Appreciation Day. Yeah, this, uh, this was in Pinellas Park, Florida, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and, and they're saying that you know if you wear a little bit of cow on your costume for the day, they, they'll right. give you a chicken yes, sandwich. I, I'm well aware of that tradition uh, at Chick-fil-A. Uh, <laughs> I thought you might have about that. Yeah. It doesn't take much to get uh, the free meal at Chick-fil-A. Nope. Uh, nope. In fact, uh, I went there uh, a year ago and uh, just said, uh, hey, look at me. And they said, okay, here you go. <laughs> so Chick-fil-A is a good, fine institution. Fine, fine people there. And, and so they, they raised a ruckus and made a scene and that were asked to leave. And finally, the police were called. And so that wasn't good enough. They had to go down to the park where at Crescent Lake, people were fishing in St. Petersburg and were harassing the locals there that were actually just enjoying a nice father-son activity, you know, out there fishing on the, uh, off the pier and said, hey, those fish have feelings and you should let them go. And Guy says, we're going to take your fish and throw it back in the water. And he says, oh, no, you're not. Ah. <laughs> That's my fish. Go get your own fish. He says, no, you're hurting that fish. If, you know, and then he says, if this was a cat or a dog, uh, you know, we'd be considered heroes. I'm thinking probably not. If you threw a cat in the water, that wouldn't be good at all. But anyway, the uh, police were called, and I guess the uh, officers didn't see anything illegal or any kind of disturbance of the peace, so they just left. Yeah, well, I mean, really, they weren't doing anything except threatening, right? They were just saying, well, they hey. The fish. They threw the man's fish in the water. Oh, I'm they sorry. did. They did. And to me, if you catch a fish, that's your property, right? You own the fish. You, you, you legally caught the fish. So they must have thrown it back in the water. That's got to be like theft or damage. destruction. I don't, I don't know. That's kind of like uh, you grab somebody else's shopping cart, right? It's not your food yet. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> that's my food. No, it's not. 
You just took it from a shelf and put it in a shopping cart. Now, no, no, he 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 owns it now. It's not like he didn't have to pay for it. I mean, he has a fishing license, legally bought it, and you know, and and is now fishing on the pier in the state. I, of Florida. I understand that, and but I'm just yeah. saying that he has not cooked the fish or taken it into his home, right? <laughs> well, if you want to get technical, no, yeah, no, I, I look. It on I'm, the all, side of the I'm shore. all for beating the crap out of the kids. I'm all for just, I'm, I'm all for beating the crap out of them <laughs> and throwing them in and making them bring bring the fish back to my bucket. I'm all for that. But I'm, I'm just I'm trying to be, you. you know, I'm just trying to be technical about it because really, when you uh, people get so pissed, when you uh, take their shopping cart, oh, dude, you want to have some fun. It happens to me all the time when yeah. I go to the home improvement stores. You want to have some fun? Just do that. Aisle, people get know? so mad, and you, uh, you know, it's not your stuff, right? I shop for that. It's in my cart. It's my my stuff, you know. And now you've moved it, or worse than that, the store starts putting it back. I was only gone two minutes looking at the screwdrivers or whatever over here, you know. <laughs> Makes me so mad. All right, so th- moving on. Th- there's, I could go on to the one about the guy who crashed his car uh, while driving on Clearwater Beach. Yeah, what was that story? He was just it, dri- just drove on the beach. Well, no, he was recklessly driving. He was totally blitzed out of his mind. He actually had a bottle of whiskey in the car with him in nice. his Jeep. Those are those, that's, that's the old days of Florida on it? the beach by the police. Yeah, that's, that's good times. It's hot pursuit time, and this guy is Facebook live streaming it. Nice. So I have a link to the video, and it will be posted with this. It is a funny, funny video. The guy is so completely blotto, you can't understand half of what he's saying is bleeped out. But uh, he does tend to take aim at all the lawn chairs and the you know various uh, coolers on the beach as he's strolling that'll teach, through. Yeah, that'll teach you to think that it's private beach. <laughs> well, you know, Daytona, they allow you to drive on the beach still in certain pl- places, but in Clearwater, the sand is way too loose, not a good idea, and by the way, highly illegal. So, yeah, chase ensued, and it uh, hilarity at the end was, was pretty good. It was a good story to watch. Uh, I'm I think- sorry. I'm, I'm just I'm caught up in your, uh, your all for, uh, oh, the sand is too loose, and it's a, it's a violation of regulations to drive on the beach in Clearwater. Well, well thank you, Mr. <laughs> City Manager. They have the sea turtles there, too. That's one of the, you know, the... Oh, re- my God. <laughs> yes, I'm well aware of their stupid sea turtles. <laughs> Where you have to turn off every light in the entire state so the, they don't get confused. Right, because right? the turtles are so dumb. <laughs> they, they breed 8 billion turtles. All right, I'm... Peter's going to be after me for this, but they bring right. eight Seven billion, billion turtles on this beach. Of them they let them go eight billion, <laughs> and they all die anyway. You shut off all the lights on the streets, right? Right. So that they just they see the moon reflecting off the water, and they trample to the ocean because that's what we're supposed to do: is be careful for the turtles. Be and mindful of your eight life. Billion of them die and immediately. Seabirds, you know, it has nothing to do with the lights. <laughs> I digress. Go ahead. One more, one more story of of animal significance here, and you know, pit bulls are are always in the news, and and somehow they've gotten a bad rap over the right. years. They're such good dogs. Gosh darn Most it! Them are fabulous animals. They and are. I, they're they're so nice and friendly, dogs. and yeah. Stop. I mean, you could argue all you want that it's the uh, the breeding and so forth. Uh, However, okay, okay, I will. There, you do that. <laughs> There's actually a wonderful picture, and the dog seems to be smiling after he attacked a man who attempted to rape him. I can't understand what this guy was thinking. Um, so wait, wait. Yeah. The dog right? is on video. 
No, no video. Just a couple oh, still. Just the story. Yeah. And he attacked a guy. The guy after the attack, too. It was not pretty. He attacked the guy, and he attacked, they're claiming that the dog attacked the guy because the guy was attempting or did rape. It allegedly attempting to engage in sexual intercourse with a four-year-old male pit bull when the dog defended itself by tearing off the man's genitals with its oh. teeth. Well, you get what you deserve. Whoa. <laughs> you get what you deserve. He had it coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. And there's so many other jokes to go with that, too. But I'm, Right. I'm yeah. Not, this let that is go. the Talk Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Radio Network. I can't stop. Sorry, I cannot stop. The show goes on until 12 noon Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Then Lawrence Jones. Then Mike Slater. Then Joe Paggs. It's your Saturday lineup. And then the, the Glenn Beck weekend. Uh, the best of uh, Glenn Beck uh, wraps up uh, the Saturday night broadcasts uh, here on the Blaze Radio Network. And then we head on into Sundays with Jackie Daly, David Barton, Bill Handel, Yaron Brooks, Hollywood 360, gun shows. I mean, there, there's no need for you to go anywhere than the Blaze Radio Network. And Monday through Friday, you've got Doc Thompson, Glenn Beck, Michael Pelka. Who's that other guy? Oh, yeah, Chris Salcedo. Uh, then there's that other show. Oh, yeah, Pat and Stu. And then uh, Buck Sexton. I mean, there's no place else to uh, to need to go than the Blaze Radio Network. Now, we were talking to Chuck in Florida.com about stupid stories that uh, happen in the great state of Florida. This story is not stupid. This story is absolutely agonizing. A group of teenagers laughed and watched as a man struggled in the water of a pond. The man drowned. His body was not found for days. The five teenagers did nothing to help him. They didn't call 911. Nothing. They did uh, shout out to him a couple times. You can hear the teenagers talking uh, in the background of the video. Uh, The man, uh, 31, Drowned July 9th. His body was found five days later. He was floating near the edge of the pond. As detectives investigated the death, uh, they realized that there was a video from the teenagers of the man drowning. Um, The state attorney for uh, Brevard and Seminole counties, you know what, there's not enough evidence for a criminal prosecution. Uh, look, we're saddened, we're shocked uh, we're, that he died and the failure of the teenager to help him in any way. But, uh, you know, with the low quality of the minute cell phone video, two and a half minute video, uh, shows him flailing in the water. The teenagers are laughing. One teenager 
hollers out an expletive, calls him a junkie. Someone tells him not to expect any assistance. Ain't nobody going to help you. You shouldn't have got in there. About a minute into the video, it appears that uh, he drowns. And you hear one of the voices on the video say, he just died. And the others begin to laugh. Now, surveillance footage shows that Mr. Dunn just went into the pond. Uh, No one was forcing him into the pond. Uh, He just went in on his own. Uh, I guess he walked with a cane. Uh, So he was either impaired from some kind of drug or really wanted to end up really killing himself. And the fact that these teenagers did nothing to help him but film it and laugh is a shame. More than a shame. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Absolutely. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.